0: You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message.
1: Every mother's child. Thank you
2: Church on Christmas Day. How many
1: of you know the best place to be on Christmas Day is First Love Church. It's only right now, Jesus' birthday, we should hear the word of God. So if you're excited as I am, let us welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Aye. Come on First Love Church. it's impossible, lift up down. Down. Let us
2: pray, Father, we want to thank you for Christmas Day, the day we celebrate the birth of our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for today. Thank you for another Christmas. Thank you for another opportunity to celebrate the birth of our Savior, Lord, the Savior of the world, Jesus our Lord. We thank you, Father, for today, and we thank you for our salvation. We thank you for saving us and delivering us, Lord, from evil and from the works of darkness. Thank you for that great salvation. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence and to be in church today. I pray, Father, that let your will be done amongst us today. Do your will. Do as you please, Lord, amongst us. Teach us. Instruct us. Touch our hearts, Lord. Touch our hearts. Touch our souls. Touch our spirits, Lord. Touch us today, Lord. May we be affected in a special way, more than ever before, by your word and by the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father. I embrace you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence amongst us. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Merry Christmas and take your seats. Amazing. Are you happy to be in church? Are you happy you made it? 2021 Christmas day. Wow. I realized that last year we couldn't meet, isn't it? There was no Christmas service last year. Wow. We're all watching church from our phones. Mercy. Yes. But God was with us. Amen. God was with us. Thank God for um, our father and our pastor. That when we were in difficulty, He made a way to speak to us, to preach to us, and even to give some of us the opportunity to sing and to dance, isn't it? Yes, thank God for thank God for a pastor to have a pastor. Yes, because without the pastor, you may not know how different your life would be. A lot of people, they didn't have anywhere to go to church. We were saying we couldn't meet, but we went to church. We heard preaching. And the pastor was preaching to us, making, remembering us, you know, even to remember us and to make reference, to be saying, oh, you UK you this, to keep us alive. It kept us, I didn't to keep us alive. It kept us alive, so thank God for a pastor. We have to really thank God for a pastor and to see what God has done and what God did for us. Beautiful. So it's a great blessing and uh, we thank God that today we have the opportunity to be together and to meet and to have in-person service. Yes, now we are praying. We are praying that we'll be able to come together on 31st night for Chalak Night, isn't it? Yes. Chalak night. We are praying and believing God that Omicron will die in the name of Jesus. And we'll be able to. Um, yes. It will be tired before we are tired. Yes. We have the, the stamina of a mountain lion and the stubbornness of a mountain goat. Yes. And the the, um, determination of Alexander the Great Yes. Yes. So we'll be here by the grace of God You'll be here How many of you believe you'll be here? here. By the grace of God Beautiful So today is Christmas Day Christmas Day services are usually very short So um, we're going to keep it short straight to the point But I believe that God will touch our hearts today you know every christmas sometimes i even feel as, as though i'm repeating myself one of the things that strikes me strikes me about the christmas story um for for lack of a a better way of expressing um, pardon me but i i always every time i read the christmas story i feel god is very spiritual do you understand do you understand what i mean well i said pardon me and forgive me yeah. for saying god is spirit because god is a spirit Yes, but every time I read a Christmas story, the thing that strikes me most, maybe, maybe what I should say is that it, it reveals to me how far I am from God. Maybe how unspiritual I am. Because when when God is doing something, I mean the carpet is very nice, you know. It's very no, you have seen it, but you should stand on it and see. It really feels, you know, that this is this is a carpet. I don't even feel like coming you know. <laughs> off. No, no, no! You should. I mean, you should. You should pray. You get the opportunity to stand on it. You see that it's. I mean, it's very, it's very cushiony. Yes. May God bless the suppliers and the providers. Yes. I'm blessed that I can ask for a screen. I have a screen. I ask for a carpet. I have a carpet. I don't even know what to ask for again. Yes. You know. So, yeah anyway so i think that it, it rather maybe it rather reveals maybe how unspiritual i am do you understand and how far i am from god because when god wants to do something when god is doing something i realize that he employs and deploys all spiritual things his 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 methods are purely solely spiritual he doesn't even compromise. It's like it's almost—it's almost like it's almost like you um, uh, will discover that his his methods, his methods, his methods are spiritual without without apology. Everything everything he does, everything God does is very very—I mean—purely solely. I don't know which other word to use. It's just spiritual. He just does that spiritual things, and he's on the move. He moves. He moves in a spiritual way, and unless and unless you are spiritual, you may not know that God is moving and God is working. Wow. Yes, unless you are spiritual, you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't know. Because when I read when I read through the story, I keep seeing I keep seeing people people who people who dreamt. It's like they, they dreamt and they acted on the dream. It's like God spoke to them through dreams. So you see, when, when, you, are, when you are dreamless, when you are dreamless, perhaps, perhaps you don't speak God's language or you don't speak enough of God's language to hear and to understand him when you are dreamless. Because it looks, it looks as though one of the main things that he does is dreams. He'll speak to you through dreams. You know, just about two weeks and then three weeks ago. So it's like two consecutive weeks. God spoke to me because I I was not asleep. I was was not asleep, but I slept. Do you understand? I wasn't asleep, but I slept. For a very short time. Very, very, very short. If I tell you, if I tell you the dream. Or, or what it should be. you see that it must have taken, I would even say in seconds. In seconds. And, and you know, you know what, what upset me? Because I was upset about the dream. I was upset about it. Because afterwards, I prayed as much as I can. But it wasn't, it wasn't something to pray about. He was just telling me what was happening. And I was upset because I was upset the second time because I knew what had happened for the first one. Yeah. And, he, and he used the same illustrations, the same illustrations, the same thing. He used the same thing to show me. It's like, it's like, this is it. The first time I didn't understand it. Then I saw it roll out. Then I said, oh, so this is what it meant. As soon as, as soon as I saw something happen, I said, oh, this was it. This is it. This is what, what I was being shown, I was being told. So I saw it again the week after, and I said, "No, no, can it not be stopped? Can it not be prevented?" But no, it wasn't. It was. It was too late. It was way, 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 way too late. Do you understand, So I discovered that you see, God is really big time into dreams and visions, dreams, visions, trance. Yes. Open. He, I mean, he, I mean, I think we are not spiritual enough. Yes. Now that I'm saying, I realize that that's the, the better expression. We are not spiritual enough. If we're spiritual enough, every day, every day, he will speak to you in a dream, apart from your quiet time. The Bible, he will show, he will show you something there because there are things, there are things that we don't know. How many of you know that there are things that you don't know? No, no, there are things that we don't know, especially pastors we talk big we walk big but i'm telling you there are things we don't know at all we don't know at all especially i with our members what our members are concerned our members dribble us all the time oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah they pass they pass the ball around us all the time all the time all the time they pass the ball around us and we are there we are there feeling powerful and feeling anointed <laughs> yeah, yes, he, he employed dreams. Another thing that he used are angels. Wow. Yes, that's another thing that you see. Angels, He said that angels are at work, angels are moving, angels are whilst shepherds watch their flock at night. Angels appeared. Angels, I mean angels. Have you seen an angel before? Have you experienced angels before? I say, when God, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that a serious thing as bringing the Savior into the world. That is where you see how God employed all the possible forces, and you see it gives you an idea of how He works and how He operates. That He uses dreams, visions, open visions. The other type of vision, I mean all types of vision, he used all, and then he used angels. He he brought in angels to work, he deployed angels from he released angels from heaven. Get to work, go to work, work and sort things out. And angels were at work. And then another amazing thing, which is more natural, is that he used he used the emperor. That is Caesar Augustus. You see his name. Wow. Caesar Augustus. He used, that is he used top guys, and then he used commonest common people like Mary, Joseph, the innkeeper. He I mean he, he used he used all. It's like it's like who is available? Who is there? Who can be used? Big or small, I, I, you can be used and you'll be used. He used, I mean he used Caesar Augustus. He used them without him he, he, without he knowing that he's being used yes as, he was, bring, as was, he was he was bringing in new rules and laws on tax changing, changing taxation laws laws on taxes he was changing it yes and it came to pass in those days that, that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that, that all the wealth should be taxed yes <laughs> yes, and then what happened in verse two? Look at verse two. And this taxing was first made by Serenius. was Was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. Verse three. And all went to be taxed. Everyone into his own city. So if you are from if you are from Birmingham and you are living in London, you have to go back to Birmingham to go and pay your taxes. Yes. Uh huh. If you, are from, if you are from Lagos and you are living in London, you have to catch a flight back to Lagos and go and, pay your, go and pay your taxes and come. Because it was the whole world. It was the whole world. And all went to be taxed. Everyone to his own city. Verse 4. And Joseph also went up from Galilee Out of the city of Nazareth Into Judea Onto the city of David Which is called Bethlehem Because he was of the house And of the lineage of David wow. Wow. From a taxation From a tax rule Verse 5 To be taxed with, with Mary His espoused wife Being great with child Meaning being heavily pregnant Yes Heavily pregnant and then verse six, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. Wow. And then verse seven, and she brought forth a son wrapped in. So da- 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 da, verse eight. Yeah. <inaudible> 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 but I, I want you to see again. I think verse four. Yes, he went. You see, you've heard you've had Jesus of Nazareth. Isn't it? The city. So you had, They had to go back to the city of Nazareth Judea, the, the city of David Which is called Bethlehem You've heard of Bethlehem, where Jesus was born You've heard of Bethlehem Bethlehem, that's where he was born But here, how did, how did they end up in Bethlehem? Because they were not living in Bethlehem But they had to go back to Bethlehem To fulfill prophecy So they had to go back there How did they have to go back there? Caesar Augustus Had to be used. Come up with a law and send this Joseph guy. Send him back because he's determined that he's not going to Bethlehem. He wants to spend Christmas in London. Send him to Bethlehem. Send him to Bethlehem to go and pay taxes. Let him go because his wife also has to pay. So as they went, a pregnant woman, the contraction starts. They couldn't come back. They Couldn't come back, you had to have the heavily. I mean, it's like, yeah. yes, yes, they couldn't come back. You had to have the baby there wow. in Bethlehem, hey. the city of, David. city of David. They had to stay there and have the baby wow. to fulfill prophecies. But I say that I'm showing you that this is God, this is how God works. God doesn't leave anything, God doesn't leave anything. So, today, let's read. Let's read. Uh, I just thought I'll share this bit with you. As something that just I mean, it always strikes me every time Christmas is coming. I start reading the Christmas story. It just it just dawns on me that look, don't underestimate the methods of God. And also, and also get used to the method, get used to what God is doing. Get used to it. you have to get used to it. You have to know what God is doing and what God will do and when He will do what He will do, and how He will do what He would do. Get used to it. Because if you are not used to it, God could be moving and you will miss it. Yes. It's that like you could be standing somewhere, somebody will speak in a language that the killers are coming. But because you don't understand the language, you'll just be there. And you'll be killed. <laughs> yeah, when you're killed, you die. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> So, so, so I'm, I'm saying that to say That you see God could be speaking to you But you wouldn't know That he's speaking He could be doing something But you wouldn't know that he's doing it He could be using a shepherd He could be using a shepherd, a shepherd To prompt you and to direct you You would rather be angry Because you don't know the ways of God And the voice of God And the language of God so you could be using a shepherd. A shepherd that you are older than, or a shepherd who is your age. Or a shepherd that you don't have much respect for, whatever, but you will say that, oh, you know, it's just, but God could be speaking to you. Or he could be using Caesar Augustus. Yes. And you'd be saying that he's an unbeliever. So God doesn't use unbelievers. You say, oh, he's an unbeliever. He's a, this is an unbeliever. Don't, don't, mind, don't mind these people in authority. It's a God who reigns. Yes, the, but he could be—he could be using Caesar to speak to you. He could be using Caesar to speak to you and to speak to us, and he'd be saying, "No, they are, they, these people are unbelievers." Yeah, they, they are. But I'm saying to you that God uses everything. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. He uses everything. He uses everything. I'm telling you, He uses everything. Everything He will use it. Now it's up to it's up to us to learn the ways of God and the language of God so that when he's speaking or he's moving, we can respond quickly. Okay, let, let me let me preach. Let me let me preach this. Matthew chapter 2 says that now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. You remember Joseph had to go there, to go and pay tax. Uh That's how he was born in Bethlehem of Judea. In the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he that is born, king of the Jews? For we have seen this star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. They are quoting a verse to him. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. So you see, another thing, another thing that God uses are like nature. That is stars. You see stars. So it's like you'll be there. You'll be there. I didn't know about stars till about two or three years ago. When prophet started talking about stars and started showing us stars, that he would he will stand outside with us and show us this is Venus. I've never seen Venus before. Not knowing every time that I look at Venus has been there. I've never seen Venus before. He said, Oh, this is Venus, this is him. You give us a time, we'll be in a meeting, you give us a time. said, oh, By this time, Venus will be coming. The Venus will, will show. They say, Yes, by now he's out. Then you go out. He say, Yes, he's come. Come, 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 come and say there. He is. I've never I've never I've never seen Orion before. but you see the stars have been there god has never bothered that's you see that's the amazing thing because when i discovered about stars i was i was in my 50s i've lived on this earth for over 50 years when i started understanding stars the only thing i knew about the only thing i knew about about stars was uh people who say that i'm 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 scorpio i'm this i'm that aha but you see, you see, um, in, the, in the book of, in the book of um, Hosea, Hosea chapter 2, the scripture says that my people pay for lack of knowledge. It's yeah, a lack of, like when you don't know about some things, you miss out on it. You don't have to worship stars. I don't believe you have to worship stars. I don't, I don't worship stars. But, but now I can see that the stars mean something. The stars me. I've never seen. I've never seen uh, the scorpion. Yeah. That constellation that has the shape of a scorpion. I've never seen it before. Till I started looking at stars. Then I one Where I was saying. I think. I think Ukraine. Ukraine. Yes. And I looked up again. I looked up again. And I said, This is it. This is a scorpion. This is the tail. Wow. This is the tail. And then this is the body. It is there. No, no, it is there. I'm telling you, those things are there. It is there. When, when you when you see uh, um, uh, uh, the Orion, you see you see the man with the arrow, the little boy with the arrow with a belt. He's there. But you see, when when you don't have the knowledge and understand, you think, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. So you see, you are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It, doesn't, it shouldn't become something you worship, or, but, but it is there and God uses it. I mean, God actually uses it. That's why what, that's what you, you are read about the star in the east. What has the star in the east got to do with the birth of Christ? But well, the star in the east has everything to do with the birth of Christ. Yes. Yes. You, you see, the triforce, if it is here, see around, but you can't see it, isn't it? Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. You see that you you look you look at it, but when you look at it, Clara here, you look at it, but you don't even understand it, isn't it? Yes. It looks. Everything looks. Uh huh. One day I'll give you lectures on stars. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. From the little I know, little. It takes takes the eyes to see. You see that immediately when you look up, it just forms in front of you. So this thing has been there all along and I didn't see it. Yes. But it's a a lack of knowledge. But these people, these wise men, these wise men, these wise men, I don't know why they are called wise men. Uh, I don't know whether they were educated intellectuals, I don't know what type of people that they were, but they seem to be wise. It tells me that maybe they have, they have, they are a little broader. So they, they, can, they can interpret the stars and what it means. Yes, they can interpret the stars so they know what it means. When they see, when they see the north star, they know, they know what that thing is and where it is leading them to. So God used the stars again. Everything at his disposal, everything. So, you see, usually uneducated or not so educated or not so learned or not so knowledgeable people dismiss things. Yes. When you see someone who argues a lot, the person is not a smart person. Yes. An arguing person, do you know why, do you, know why you would argue? You would argue because there's no room for a new thing. There's no room for a new thing. All your judgments and your perception of life is based on what you know and you have decided that this is what it is and this is what it shall be and this is what is going to be forever and ever. That's where arguments come from. Yes. But someone who is a bit broader and has room, has room to learn new things doesn't argue. When you say something, the person will say, Well, I've never heard of this before, or I didn't think it is this, but let me consider it. I will consider, it will be considered, or I'll think about it, or you could be right. But when you see someone who repels, everything that is said bounces off, it bounces off the person. Then you should know that, you should know that you are dealing with, you are dealing with a person, a person who lacks knowledge and lacks the understanding of life, that this is not how life is. Life for, for with life, there are things that we learn all the time. We're always learning things. We're always learning We're always learning new things. It's not. This is all that I know. If all that you know is what you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do with it. I don't know what you do with it. I don't know how far you will get. Even just marriage will teach you that you don't know much. Yes, the day you marry, you see that you don't know anything. Yes, you see that you don't know you don't know anything at all. You don't, you don't you don't even know how to live. You can't even live with someone. How to even live with someone is going to be a problem for you because you feel you feel everybody is like you or everybody is like your mother. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let me read on. Are you people aware that I haven't started my message today And it's it's time It's time to to close But I know know what will happen When I give you my message I, I tell that I've reached my message It will just be five minutes Then we are done So where were we? Star in the east isn't it? Okay. Then, verse eight, and he sent them to Bethlehem, and said, "Go and diligently for the young for the young child, and when you have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also." Are we having communion today? Yes. It's okay. God bless you. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east. Went before them. I don't know whether a star can guide you, or you'll be saying, I block this star in the name of Jesus. (laughs) I hope you are paying attention that there are, there are things there are things that could be happening in your life that could be pointing to something, but because we are so oblivious to their existence and their significance, we don't appreciate it. We don't use it. We don't do anything with it. We we rule it out. We rule things out instead of learning. Instead of learning, most definitely. Most definitely, there's a message from COVID. Most definitely. I mean, most definitely. If God is God, the God that I know, God, that I know, most definitely, there is a message. Oh, yes. Most definitely. When you see, when you see even the bills that are passed, The laws. It's a message. It's a message to us. When you say now, now you can't, you can't convert. Don't try and convert this type of people. Don't try and talk. Oh, I'm telling you. It is saying something to us. If you don't understand anything at all, let me tell you something. It says something to you about the signs of the times. Yes. Yes. And that's why those of you who believe you have a calling, Run onto the missions very fast. Yes, run onto the missions very fast. Don't don't waste time here. Yes, because because it's a place it's a place that seemed to be destined to become Sodom. Yes, so those of you believe if believe you are called if you are not called I mean wait around. Yes, yeah. But those of you believe you are called flee. Yes flee before you become cold yes because the temperature is changing yes the temperature is changing temperature is changing the climate is changing even for the few years that I've lived there I mean it wasn't like this things are different things are things are different yeah I mean there there are things we could do that we can't do anymore yes now, if, we, if, if everything is normal, I don't know whether things will ever be normal. If everything is normal, we say we are going for carnival. I don't know where we can get to have carnival as we used to have a few years ago. Just a few years ago. Imagine if we had not had carnival, I would never have been able to say that I have preached outdoor. I've done outdoor preaching. I never would have been able to say it because it's like it's over. Yes, it's over, over, over it's done I don't know when next I'll be able to do that I'm standing, I'm standing in the United Kingdom and I'm preaching <laughs> okay so he used a star isn't it let's read on we'll learn soon it says that they departed verse 10 when they saw the star they rejoiced verse 11 and when they came into the house they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Okay, verse 12. And being warned of God in a dream, can you see a dream again? That they should not return to Herod. They departed into their own country another way. And when they, had, and when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream. So, can okay, you Angel and dream saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. And be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he rose up, when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night. And departed into Egypt Are you here Then verse 15 It says that And was there until the death of Herod That it might be fulfilled Which was spoken of the Lord By the prophet saying Out of Egypt Have I called My son So today my message is Out of Egypt have I called my son <laughs> Yes Yes out of Egypt have I called my son. Title is yes. Out of Egypt have I called my son. told you five minutes, I'll be done. Isn't it? Out of Egypt have I called my son. Herod again, Herod again, brings up a rule and a decision. We are looking for this boy to kill him. Then God says, take the son and go to Egypt. As he said, take the child and go to Egypt. God knows what Hosea has prophesied. Hosea, Hosea prophesied it. Either Hosea 11, 4 or 4:11, 4, One of them. He prophesied it. It's a prophecy. Go there. And they say, as you are there. So they waited there. They waited there until the death of Herod. So that it will be fulfilled by of the Lord by the prophet saying, "Out of Israel, Islam. so they will return from Egypt. They will come. What, what is Egypt? Egypt, Egypt signifies a place of bondage, a place of sin, a place, a place of, a place of um, the lack of faith, the absence of faith." You don't. You don't believe in anything. It, it, it signifies a place, a place where you are under the rule, rule and control of Pharaoh. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. So, when, when you are in Egypt, when you are in Egypt, it means that you are virtually paralyzed. You are not expect, You are not expected to be able to do much or to function, or to do anything. You can't do anything for God. In Egypt, when your location becomes Egypt, you can't do anything for God. You have addictions, you have problems, you are in bondage, you can't, you can't even see your way out. But you see, the prophet says that when Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. It's like even in Egypt, you know, what? One, one of the other expressions here in the story of, of Jesus is that with God, nothing is impossible. What I want to say to you this, this Christmas morning is that with God, nothing is impossible. Because even in Egypt, he can bring you out. Yes, even in Egypt, he can bring you out. God can bring you out of Egypt. God can bring you out of bondage. And, and again, and again, understand his language. So it looks as if it, it he also speaks the language of Egypt the egypt experience he it looks as if he uses it that you seem you seem you seem to have struggles and difficulties in some things but he will call you from there he will call you with that background he needs you he's going to use that background to bring you out and to take you to take you to where he wants you to go to he said out of egypt have i called my son you know first romans 5:8 Look at Romans 5.8. I have one minute to close. Mm. <laughs> Romans 5.8 says that, but God commendeth his love toward us in that whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Wow. I need you to understand that you were you were in Egypt when Jesus was on the cross of Calvary. You were a sinner. Yes. You were a sinner. You had you had you didn't even have you didn't even have the foggiest idea of salvation. Yeah. You did not even know what salvation is, let alone to understand salvation or to have anything to do with salvation. Yet, God has done what he has, he has to do for you. Christ has died for you. God has shown his love towards you. God has sent his only son into the world to die for you whilst you were in Egypt. So you, you may think that, you, someone may think that I'm out of the reach of God. He' saying that out of Egypt I called my son I called my son from egypt I didn't call him from the land flowing with milk and honey I called him out of Egypt I called him out of egypt I called him out of egypt I called him out of sin he was a sinner when I called him yeah he was a sinner he was he was lost when I called he was lost he was totally lost when I called him now what about what about those what about those who have Problems. Mm, mm, mm. Problems and struggles. I'll show you somebody. I'll show you. I I told that Egypt is a sign of, it it, it signifies for sin. Then it signifies bondage. Bondage is like addictions, struggles, and things. But you see, this Christmas morning, this Christmas morning, the birth of the Savior into the world, I just feel like God wants to say to people, people in bondage, People in sin, people in struggles that look. Don't think that, don't think that Satan's plans and Satan's works are superior to God's works. They, they, they are not and they have never been and they will never be. I'll show you somebody. Try Genesis 39. I'll show you someone. I'll show you a few verses there. It says that. And Joseph was brought down from Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the, Lord, and the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now he's a slave. Now he's a slave. But can you see clearly that the Bible said the Lord was with him in Egypt? The Lord was with him. When when somebody is with you, it means the person can see you. The person can see you. The person is looking after you. The person is watching out for you. The person can see you. The person can hear you. He said God was with him. God was with Joseph. Present. In Egypt, he was present with him. God is with you. Amen. Well, you see in your, your, your secret struggles and your secret things and your secret lies and deception. You, you feel, you see, sometimes you feel like, sometimes people can be so deceived and deluded that they choose, they choose the root of Satan to live in lies and delusions and deceptions. But I'm telling you that, you see, with all that, with all that, you are naked before God. You are naked before God. And he has a plan for you. And his plans will override the plans of the enemy. Yes, yes. Because some of us our struggles have made us liars, liars and deceivers. Yes, sometimes it it even makes us proud and stubborn. Won't yield, shan't yield. The reason why you are so stubborn, and sometimes even angry. And choosing, choosing enemies and choosing to even rebel when there is no reason to rebel. Yes. It's because you are afraid you will be caught. Wow. Yes. It's one of the tricks of Satan. It makes people set, set in their ways. Verse 3. And the master saw that the Lord was with him. Okay. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. In Egypt. Okay. Verse 4. When you are passing your exams, you should know that God is with you. Yes. Don't draw the conclusion that even though I'm a fornicator, a liar, a deceiver, a pornographer, addict, a, this, a this, don't conclude that it means that it doesn't matter. It means that God is with you. Yes. He doesn't want to add to your frustrations. He knows you're already struggling. That's that everything that you touch is prospering. Wow. Thank you. As I'm preaching, God is with me. (laughs) Verse 5. And it came to pass from the time that he made him uh, uh, the uh, over his house that. And over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Wow, out of Egypt have I called my son. What a beautiful message. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Verse 6. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not aught he had save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Do you understand what is, is happening to him? He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know what he has yeah. in life. Everything, would, Joseph was in charge. So if he wants something, he would just say, Jose, Joseph knows. Yeah. So all he knew about was the bread that he wants to eat and how he wants his eggs to be fried. That's all. Yeah. Yes. That's all that he talks about his bread and his eggs. It's like, fry it like this, do it like this. That's all. He doesn't know anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, I was watching this. Documentary on. I think the richest man in Africa. Yes. Uh, somebody was somebody was interviewing him. So the person I was asking him that, do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, every business, he said, every business person has an aim of when I'll make I'll make my first million. I'll make my first. He said, oh yes, he remember I made that. All of them, their aim was when they would make their first million. But then he re- he realized that everything was just on paper. He's told that he has 10 million here. He has this here. He has, he's never seen the money before. He said, everything was on paper. But he, he's been told, you've made this million. You've made this billions. Now he's even he's in billions. But he said, he's never seen it before. So he said, one day, he went to the bank. He said, those were the days that you could go to the bank and withdraw cash. So he went to the bank. He said, he went to the bank. Do you know how much he went to withdraw? 10 million dollars he said he went to withdraw 10 million he said he said he drove himself he drove his car to the bank and he withdrew 10 million dollars and put it in his carboard arranged in his car boot. and he said and he said he looked at it on the car and said this is 10 million dollars He said yes now i know i have it then he drove home took it out took it to his bedroom arranged the 10 millions 10 million there. he said, he just looked at it because what is he going to do with it 10 million that he told that he, he said that 10 million he said following money just put it back in the boat and put it back to the bank yes he said now he's seen that he's seen that he has it because there was the use of everything he's written i'm just being told i have this and i have that he wants to see it so he wants to see it, he wants to touch <laughs> may you also have millions <laughs> Okay. darling you want to skip to verse 20 he says that and joseph's master took him and put him into the prison you know what happened yes. um, the master's wife and all these kind of problems yes be careful, be careful about those things when they come into your life to put you into a place you've never imagined yes yeah. be careful about natural things that woman. That boy in your life. It throws you into it it throws it throws you into a lifestyle. Small soft body that you saw that you said you're going to touch. You are imprisoned. Yeah, you are imprisoned. Yes. Yes. You shouldn't have touched it. <laughs> put him in prison a place where the kings a place where the king's prisoners were bound and he was there in the prison okay verse 21 but the lord was with joseph where in the prison in egypt in egypt god's plan was still rolling out god was still rolling out his plan how many of you are excited that even in your addiction and your problems god is there Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the prison, God was with him. The ones we we're reading originally was in Egypt. Now he's in prison in Egypt. <laughs> God was with him. God was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in Egypt. You can receive favor. Is it? So you see now, you see now, now listen to me carefully. I'm showing you when, so that you will see God. I, I just want us to see God. A little glimpse of God. But when you see favor, don't think somebody is stupid. Do you understand? Because sometimes you know yourself. You know yourself. You know yourself. You know, yourself. You know your lifestyle. And then you see a godly man, a pastor, a minister, a bishop, shows interest in you. To care for you. To help you. It is called favor. It comes from God. It comes from God. Instead of becoming irritated and angry. And trying to hide and to dodge. Embrace that right hand of fellowship. Embrace it. And allow yourself to be led out of that dark hole. Embrace it. When the hand is given to you like this. Embrace it something that you know sit down yesterday i said something that i at first i I felt sad because i said it once then i met another pastor and i said it again you see when i finished and i just i just said to myself it looks like it's over for this girl yeah i I mean I, i gave instructions because I said, what? I mean, what? What? Who owes you? Who? who, who do you owe? What do we owe? Why? You can't. You see, it's God. You can't even appreciate favor because you don't know God. Because you don't know God. Because you don't know God. If you know God, when God's man, not God's man is not an important person. Let's give us an example. Sees you and even smiles at you. You will not even think of the man who you will think of God. You will think of God. You will say, Hey, God, I mean, even in this, my state, God, you know, I'm nobody, I'm nothing. Yes, God, you know, I'm nothing. God, you know, I'm nobody. I mean, how come? How come this person is even interested in me? How come? How come this person is even interested in me? How come this person even speaks to me? How come even this person even gives me nuggets, nuggets of wisdom? If you recognize wisdom. If you recognize, if you know what wisdom is. You see, but sometimes, you see, we are so not spiritual that we can't even tell when the spiritual, when when God stops communicating. You can't even tell that now it's silence. Nothing is said again. Nothing is said about your issue, nothing is said on your issue. You can't even see it. It's like, hey, maybe that's what you even want. <laughs> he showed him favor in the sight of the keeper in the prison. Can, do you have another verse? I'm closing. Yeah, I'm about twenty minutes late. Verse twenty two. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. That's how how, far God promoted Joseph in the prison. In the prison, God was there. God was there with him. So you see, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this afternoon, afternoon, all that I'm saying to us is that God is saying that out of Egypt have I called my son. That your past, even your current situation, because for some of us it's current. Yeah, current, for some of us it's past. Yeah. But I'm saying to you that instead of developing a posture which is anti God, know that God is with you, God is with you, yeah. God sees, God knows that God knows there's Egypt, God knows about Egypt. God knows what you've been through and God knows what you are going through. And he's saying on Christmas day, when he, the savior, he said, he said, he, said, he, he, he shall be called savior. His name, his name is Jesus because he will be savior. Do you know, do you know Jesus? The meaning of Jesus. If you have, if you have an iPad or a tablet that you can press in your Bible and to give you the other meanings, you see that it means, it means um, Jehovah, our salvation. You see, like, like, we have, like we have El Shaddai, uh, uh, what, what are the other El's? Elohim, Elohim, Elohim. I was also surprised to discover that it seems the name Jesus seems to be one of those names. But this one is, is, is God our Savior. Because we have God our healer. We have God our healer. We have uh, God our Creator God, our fighter or warrior or something. They, have, they are different names. They're different elves. But this one, this one is one of them. Jesus is one of them. And it means God, our savior. God, our savior. So the person that is born today is to save you and to save you from what? To save you from Egypt. Out of Egypt have I called my son. Yes. Out of Egypt. Herod. Spoke to Egypt. Go to Egypt. The angel came. He said, go to Egypt. (laughs) Then the angel came again. The man is dead. Come back to fulfill. To fulfill Hosea 11.1. Out of Egypt have I called my son. Out of Egypt. You know, your life, eh? your life that you have, your life that you have, the life that I have, is not out of sync with God. No, 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 no. God is mighty and strong in your life. Strong in your life. You can't just throw God away. He's strong. God, God is too strong to be, to be wiped out. To be wiped out by your sense of there's no God. No, he's too strong. There is, there is, there is a God. Look at the whole world. Look at the whole world today. Look at the whole world. They can say Santa Claus is Santa Claus, is gift, is business. They can say anything they want, but their eyes is being drawn to the birth of God, our Savior. God, our Savior. God, our Savior. Yes. God, our Savior. And watch him. Watch him reign. Watch him rule. Watch him. Watch him do as he pleases. Stand to your feet. And let's go home. this morning afternoon morning yes we just want to say thank you to god just thank him for jesus our savior i think you can give us cooler air a bit yes just thank him just say thank you to him close your eyes and maybe you want to even lift up your hands and just say thank you to god lord i want to thank you for jesus our savior jesus savior of the world Savior of the world, Savior of the world, Savior of the world, Savior of the world, Savior of the world. Savior of the world, just thank him. Just thank God for him. Just thank God for him. Thank God for him. Just thank him. Christmas day. And he's saying, he's saying to you, out of Egypt I've called you, out of Egypt I've called you. Maybe you think he didn't know you're in Egypt but he knows you're in Egypt he can see you everybody here is in some sort of Egypt struggling to come out thinking thinking that that place is a place where God can't operate and God can't move but God is moving and God is working and in his time in his moment you will see him calling you out of Egypt calling you out of Egypt like he was with Joseph, he shall be with you. Like he was with Joseph, he will be with you. He will save you. He will deliver you. He will promote you. He will favor you. He will honor you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for this Christmas Day. Thank you for this Christmas Day message you've brought to us. Lord, it means a well to us. Thank you, Lord. For giving us opportunity to hear, to hear, to know, and to understand what you are saying, Lord. What you're saying, that our little struggles and our big struggles, you're still with us, Lord. You're still with us, Lord. You're still with us, guiding us, ordering our steps, showing us the way, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your beautiful blessing. Thank you for that beautiful grace and favor you have shown us Lord in your time you make all things beautiful we wait for your time we wait for your season we receive your time we receive your season Lord to glorify yourself in our lives thank you Lord thank you for your mercy thank you for your help thank you for your great blessing in our lives oh God you know this morning I want to pray with you if you are here You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or you know him by your backslidden. Somebody invited you. And this morning, you feel the Lord drawing you. As you hear the word of God, you can tell that God loves you and God is interested in you. And God knows you. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to say a special prayer for you. You are here like that. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to come to Jesus. I want to come back to Jesus. I want to come back to God. I want to give myself to him. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. You want me to pray with you today. You want me to pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus in my life. I want God in my life. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you very quickly while every eye is closed. Don't think about anybody. Don't think about anybody at all. Just think about yourself. Today, 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 Christmas day. You want to say yes to Jesus, yes to God. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hand there. You also want to lift up your hand. You want to choose today as a day that you give yourself and your life and your heart to Jesus. To start afresh. He's a God of many chances. Out of Egypt, he's he's reaching out to you in your deep hole, in your dark hole. He's saying, I want you. I love you. I care about you. Come to me today, come. If you have your hand lifted up, take that bold step and come to me in the front right here. (laughs) Let's say this prayer together. Say with me, say Heavenly Father. Everybody help us to say, say Heavenly Father. Thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus. Who died on the cross for my sins. And rose up on the third day. Say Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died for my sins. And you rose up on the third day. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you Father. For receiving me today. And for making me a child of yours. In Jesus name. Father I pray for our dear ones as they come to you today. Establish them. Give them the assurance of salvation. By the Holy Spirit. Give them the teachings. The fellowship. The convictions of the Holy Spirit. May salvation be real to them. Satan I cast out. Your seeds of doubts and questions. And father thank you. That they shall be established. And they shall save you to the end. In Jesus name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say, Amen. Amen. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. God bless you. What a blessing. Your clap today is very questionable. Very, very questionable. Take your seats.